Hello everyone, this is Swapnil and you're listening to Perspective, the podcast produced by ISBR Business School, Bangalore. Today we have the very insightful guest from the PGDM batch of 2022-24, to my close friend Ashutosh Sharad. So together we will dive into the world of career opportunities and aspiration at ISBR Business School. Hi Ashutosh, how are you? Hi Swapnil, I've been great. First of all, I would like to apologize to all your listeners. I've been having a sore throat recently. So apologies for okay. that. But overall, it's no, been no. great. The last yeah. week, watched two movies, enjoyed, okay. met my parents <laughs> after a long time. Of course, yeah. all this for 50% of the time. But for remaining okay. 50% of the time, as you know, we've been looking for companies, applying and preparing for yeah. placements. Yeah. yeah. What's and that is the topic we're going to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's the same. I, I, just the movie part. I somehow managed to not go to the movies, uh, uh, because I, I thought, okay, let's wait for some time. I'll go afterwards. Uh, but you know, uh, it's very uh, scary that you know, whenever I go to Instagram and click to anyone's stories, and there I'm getting bloopers and all. So just trying to get <laughs> away with all those things. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, yeah, uh, the placements are on mind. Even. Uh, me and everyone, I guess, you know, in our batch, everyone is, you know, uh, focusing on the uh, placement part. Like this is the time where they have to, you know, uh, build everything, whichever, uh, which, whichever is lacking, they should, uh, you know, uproot it and, you know, uh, perfect it for the companies. Definitely. So we're going to discuss about that only. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So the first question, which I want to ask you, and I would, uh, and I would tell all the listeners that, you know, uh, there are very few people who I really look up to in terms of communication and uh, delivery. And I really get inspired with Ashutosh. And uh, when I thought about, you know, talking about the placement scenario in I- at ISBR, uh, the one name popped up at my uh, in my head and that was Ashutosh. So <laughs> presenting Ashutosh. So Ashutosh, the first question I want to ask you is uh, share your thoughts on the current job market, you know, because you, you've been studying a lot of uh, uh, companies, you know, uh, and uh, I think you have a, you know, vague knowledge or, the, or a knowledge about the trend that is going on. So the trend that might influence our placement scenario for the MBA batch of 2022 and 24 at ISBS Business School. So your perspective on that. First of all, thank you for your kind words. So yeah. I'll take you back to somewhere close to November 21st or 23rd. I was reading this yeah. article in Times of India where it said mm-hmm. that only 80% of IAM Bangalore's PGDM mm-hmm. or their MBA batch for summer internships was placed at the end of the summer internship drive of their one week. I mean, not okay. to say that they won't get placed or anything of that sort. But as mm-hmm. far as I have heard since the 2008 crisis, this has been the mm-hmm. first time that during the time of their drive, the whole batch is mm-hmm. in place. Over 100 students are in place. So this is okay. the top line. Coming to the bottom mm-hmm. line with mass recruiters, like let's say an Infosys or a TCS. Yeah. Talking about mm-hmm. Infosys, Infosys has freezed its hiring for a year or so. And TCS okay. has reduced its hiring by over 90% for the first mm-hmm. quarter of 2024. So if we look mm-hmm. at this set of data, it's actually, it seems a sign of worry. But now let me take you to the other end of the spectrum, right? Now talking about Mm -hmm. the GDP growth figures of India, the second quarter of the Indian economy, 
showed a 7.6% mm. growth rate. I mean, 7.6% yeah. if we have to actualize it, China grew at yeah. somewhere around 6.2% and US grew at mm-hmm. somewhere close to 22 to 2.3%. And also mm-hmm. there are reports saying that India is the fastest growing major economy in the world as of now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what are we talking about? At one place, we are talking about shrinkage of jobs and the other place we are talking mm-hmm. about the fact that we are growing very fast as an economy. So maybe there's this debate which is going on which says that are we moving to an era of a jobless growth, a growth driven by AI or so? Again, to clarify Mm. this, there's another set of data which RBI has released which says Mm -hmm. that the Indian job market has actually grown by 7.5% compared to the last quarter but dipped by over 10% compared to the last year. So these are very confusing signals. But if you Mm -hmm. ask me my takeaway, the the sectors which are giving maximum growth are the sustainable Mm -hmm. energy sector, the AI sector, and so on. Mm -hmm. So I would say from a job perspective, we should be Mm -hmm. looking at maybe upskilling ourselves towards these industries, make ourselves more relevant. But more than that, I would like to give your example. So Mm -hmm. it's like, let's say, don't depend on one income stream. So if I would have actually said it, it it wouldn't be very relatable, right? So I'm taking your example. So Mm -hmm. going through your YouTube channel, I have gone through your journey for one year or so. And I've seen the work you've put in in to build that stream. And today I can see ads on your channel. I actually saw yeah. a Cadbury ad on your channel. So yeah, this would be the way forward. Look at the drivers of growth, upskill yourself mm. towards that industry and then yeah, build mm. multiple streams of income. This is my initial thoughts on this. That is so sweet, Ashutosh. You, you somehow came up with my example <laughs> and uh, I am really happy. Yeah, 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 true. Uh, you said it uh, very nicely. Uh and I think, you know, we, you also talked about the AI expect and uh, the uh, in a sustainable energy expect. And I think these are the areas which need a lot of uh, upskilling because these has some engineering elements also. Right. Am right. I right? Yeah. So uh, I think to Udharpe, they need to upskill and, you know, to understand, you know, how the job market and the trends are going on and... Uh, Accordingly, you have to prepare yourself. Definitely, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, our education systems are very much still oriented during the era of the Second World War. I think we should mm-hmm. move these education systems to something which is more relevant today. Like you said, I mean, these yeah. the, these sectors' requirements are very different and probably yeah. the curriculum is not structured in that manner so as for exactly. us to adopt mm. to it. Yeah, very right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ashutosh, with that, I want to ask you, uh, like in this kind of competitive environment, you know, and uh, after knowing the trends. So according to us, you know, let's talk about the student perspective. You know, I, mm-hmm. I took you uh, as a person who can, you know, share your perspective as a student pers- perspective that mm-hmm. how does ISBR, you know, our, our B school should mm-hmm. prepare our students for the placements. 
for like various domains uh, marketing you take finance operation or hr so according to us like what can be the way in which we want to get trained or we want uh, uh, we should be prepared okay so let me yeah. break this down right so since mm-hmm. there might be listeners from isbr who might be from the first year and also yeah. from the second year so let me mm-hmm. break down my thoughts on how i believe training should happen during the first year for placements and during now mm-hmm. like at the peak time when the placement season is on so mm-hmm. in the first year i believe the traditional route should be taken that is mm-hmm. before our summer internships there should be aptitudes mm-hmm. which have aptitude training there should be yeah, communication yeah. training there should be group mm-hmm. discussions held on a regular basis and probably mm-hmm. the general hr questions all of these things mm-hmm. can be addressed in the first year now yeah. coming to the second year we have all gone for mm-hmm. our summer internships we've come yeah. back and most of us know where we specifically mm-hmm. want to get into like let's say exactly. if you ask me i w- i would mm-hmm. probably want to get into a sales management role in probably mm-hmm. a technology based company so this would be okay. my definition of what where i want to get into and what i want to do as a profession at least starting off my career so mm-hmm. during the second year rather than have it at the first year we can have mm-hmm. a structured mentorship session of let's say yeah. a month or two wherein mm-hmm. we for, on a weekly basis we have two yeah. sessions and let mm-hmm. me go through what i have thought about this the mentoring sessions that i have thought about so maybe okay. in the first session the person mm-hmm. or the student talks to his or her mentor talking about mm-hmm. what is the role that they want to get into or the range of roles that they want to get into and they discuss yeah. this with the mentor and probably try to understand more about the role if they are not very aware of it and then mm-hmm. moving on to the second week maybe they we would have to do a a skill gap analysis that is mm-hmm. what are the skills required for this particular job role and what are the yeah. skills that i have what are the skills mm-hmm. that are lacking in me so this put mm-hmm. this be put forward to the mentor and then yeah. the mentor devise a way in which these things be tested for example if you have mentioned communication as a strength probably the mm-hmm. mentor can come up and take a test on communication with you a test in the sense a practical test where you are asked yeah. to narrate on something etc etc right so mm-hmm. this is yeah. where the analysis of your strengths weaknesses are done and so mm. here emerges what are the areas of improvement that a particular student needs to have now this is yeah. the area to get very critically according to me because the mm-hmm. skill gap of every student is very very different and yeah the areas of improvement according to their basically where they want to get to is very different yeah. and varied across domains across streams etc so mm. once to for example i might my weakness might be let's say an analytic tool and i might need okay. it for my job that might be my mm. weakness but another person mm. might be very good at analytics tool but might be somewhere want to improve on their communication skills or so on yeah so yeah. this skill gap 
should be devised and mm-hmm. according to me it is possible that there be a data clubbing mechanism where mm-hmm. all the common areas of improvements be found out and then probably mm-hmm. then the trainings be devised in such a way where the students mm-hmm. interested for a particular skill gap improvement is put to that particular training session and the last mm-hmm. thing i would like to say is even in training there should yeah. be a very consultative and a two way approach right so let's mm-hmm. say aptitude is my weakness and when mm-hmm. aptitude is my weakness my past mm-hmm. experiences have told me that i mm-hmm. improve in aptitude only when i start solving them on my own but mm-hmm. for someone else their aptitude mm-hmm. actually might have improved based on mm-hmm. a training that has been given to them so i mm-hmm. think this should be the holistic approach that should be followed for training and yeah i think yeah. that's how we can get it done no actually you you said it very nicely i i you know when you started uh, telling the idea behind it and i got to know you know that we all talk about you know we all talk about the domain in which we want to work let's say marketing or finance but we can be little bit more specific about the role we want to do right, and with right, that right. i think our preparation become very strong for example if we want to target to let's say area sales manager or sales uh, uh, sales manager or let's say consultant so there we actually will realize that these are the things that we have to carry on for two, these two years to be very good at times of interviews or uh, the test Mm-hmm. so this is something which uh, you said is very nice also i want to ask you ashutosh you know it's just a combined question with the same question mm-hmm. you feel that you know uh, obviously we do academics and then we at last like after one and a half year we really get serious about the placement do you right. do you think that the proportion uh, of for example if i say that 90% of the time we spend on uh, doing academics you know You right, right. you feel that there should be the ratio like sixty forty or seventy thirty like initially also there should be you know the idea is behind you know how you can be a how you can be placed at a better company at better position this should be like done after like two three four months of like uh, joining the B school do you feel I definitely agree with you because it's mm-hmm. a proven fact that. Mm-hmm. we learn more doing rather than listening to something right so yeah, yeah. if we have the opportunity at the beginning of our pgdm journey to probably get mm-hmm. into internships or life projects and work and these life projects be the core of our academic journey so the mm-hmm. challenge here is how do we combine academics with industry so designing mm-hmm. a curriculum wherein life projects internships etc are the basis mm-hmm. on which we are judged for our academics and graded for our academics i think mm-hmm. would be a sustainable solution because this yeah. would make us more industry ready and again let yeah. me let me say that for the people who mm-hmm. are interested in entrepreneurship we can have mm-hmm. actually we have had entrepreneurship as a part of our curriculum if you remember Uh, yeah but yeah in a more integrated way if we want to bring that to the table for the people who are interested mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship so that can mm-hmm. be the basis on which their academics are graded i think this is something that 
we can think about yeah yeah true 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 yeah okay achu uh, moving on to the next question uh with the diverse interest within the mba batch you know uh, i know many our fellow friends you know the students who have you know have this confusion of you know getting into marketing or operations you know mm-hmm. sometime they, they want to go into operation as well but they think you know marketing is the area where their actual interest lies so mm-hmm. how do you perceive the role of career counseling and guidance in helping students make informed choices regarding their placement preferences like what is the importance of these things see i think it's very very important but mm-hmm. my understanding of career counseling would not actually come from the traditional sense of career counseling so yeah. let's say according to me i believe in this very strongly that today's mm-hmm. biggest open university in the world is youtube right or yeah, yeah. any any mm-hmm. online platform is it has a lot of information in store for you but mm-hmm. the challenge is how do we navigate to the right set of information now yeah as as a career counselor or find i think it's best that we term it as a mentor every person mm-hmm. should find a mentor be it a mm-hmm. faculty member or someone from the industry mm-hmm. or someone who's mm-hmm. a senior right mm-hmm. and these people's yeah. role should actually not be to tell you what you have to do but their mm-hmm. role is it should be to guide you to the right sources of information so that mm-hmm. you have the whole information set to make the right career choice now let's say mm-hmm. i think in our batch it's 30% of the people who have had work experience and 70% yeah. of the people who have actually not had work experience right if i'm not yeah, wrong this yeah. is the composition of mm, the batch yeah. now mm-hmm. the 30% of the people might actually be more well equipped to make career choices because they have had exposure in the industry but for mm. the remaining people i think it's very important for them to find this mentor and make informed choices like if i say yeah that my mm. communication skills are good right mm-hmm. so this yeah. is my core competency and and i want to do a job where it should be communication intensive i should have negotiations i should speak with people etc in the mm. beginning i had the understanding that sales is not the right option i just thought mm-hmm. sales is selling a product to a person and it involves nothing yeah. more so yeah i mm. think an approach where we integrate the modern information available online and the right people mm. to help us navigate through this information can help us solve this yeah yeah true 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 Okay, so let's moving on to the next question. Uh because I'm talking to the best person for this uh because we all are getting prepared and you know I can really see uh as I said, you know, I really look up to you to in terms of communication presentation and all that sort of thing because we both are in marketing. So right. you highlight some experiences or strategies that you have personally employed it preparing for the placement interviews. uh especially considering the different domains uh, you're targeting you know you said like you wanted to go into uh, technology you know sales manager in technology in any technological firm so share some experience or strategies that can help you know people who might be listening to this podcast whenever sure, they listen sure, sure. so yeah. let me give a little bit of background here so again mm-hmm. i believe that 
I would like to tell only the things which have worked for me or else it will be like I'm just shooting in the air. So I did my okay. summer internship at L'Oreal which yeah. is a product based company again. So mm-hmm. there I actually understood what varied dimensions sales possesses. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll talk about the interview experience that I had then and then share a few strategies going forward as well. First mm. of all knowing a lot about the company is something which will make you stand out because mm. when you speak to the interviewer there is a sense yeah. that you can give the interviewer that you are already a part of the company like let's say if you mm. speak about the csr activities of the company or a new project yeah. that the company is doing show curiosity related to this then yeah. there is a perception building that happens with the interviewer that you are already a part of the company right and mm-hmm. this is something which actually works very well and yeah. number 2 is never go to an interview and sit there first hand without actually having interview experiences now let mm. me link this to the present now since yeah. i say i am targeting a specific niche like let's say the technology industry it is mm-hmm. new for me again i have not actually done interviews for sales in a technology based company mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what i am doing is i am looking for jobs in glassdoor applying mm-hmm. for them applied for around 80 to 85 companies mm-hmm. i'm sorry i got four responses from there and okay. actually attended these four interviews although Amazing. it is not the perfect or the exact job or the package that i want or i would accept but just for the mm-hmm. experience of having sat in the interview the pressure that you face and the different yeah. kinds of questions that you might be met with again this can be a game changer as well and finally yeah. i would say from a domain perspective be very mm-hmm. clear with the fundamentals and the mm. complexities might not be as important for us as freshers but be very yeah. very confident with your fundamentals and mm. work on your communication skills these would be some things that yeah were my strategies which have worked for me very very nicely you've put up uh, all the three points i was really uh, you know really amazed by you know you said you know you sat on some of the interviews and i think this is a very creative approach you know now we look up to uh the website or the platforms like linkedin and all there you can go and apply to them apply to some of the profiles and there you can get the real world experience you know how it is to be how to you know how you have to be in the interview and uh, how what are the demands of the companies what are the requirements they're looking for so i think this uh, that point really you know struck me and i think i am going to utilize that point you know thank you I'm thank you so much use it i mean but it's yeah. it takes patience because you get response from around 4 to 5 companies when you once you've applied for 80 especially exactly. as a fresher exactly so, yeah. exactly also also i want to also i want to tell people that you know 60 75 or let's say 200 companies also will come to the uh placements so sometime you feel you know there is there is a feeling of fomo that mm-hmm. you're missing to some of the companies which you think okay are equally good but you should be waiting i i guess uh, you should be uh, having a right target to the companies you know these are the companies where i'm going to target these are the domains or these are the profile i'm going to target for example 
let's say uh, i think uh, by now 65 companies have come ashutosh you yeah. said you have applied to four i have applied to uh, two okay i'm and sorry i've done three i feeling, just you know? told you four by mistake i mean it's three <laughs> okay so there is always this feeling you know when you when you see uh, kotak mahindra for example i just today i saw you know its application open then mm-hmm. you see a kotak mahindra or a good like good companies which coming to the placements you know so you feel like okay why should i try it you know should i give it a try but i think you should be very clear with your mind that this is the profile and this is going to work for at least one or two year you know until you change it or uh, switch it to some different company so i think there a patience also is required you know to apply to the right company correct correct so yeah. for this i remember something that my father was telling me he is at a okay. very senior position in one of the organizations here at bangalore he was yeah, talking okay. he he's in the legal profession by the way he was talking mm-hmm. about the 2008 lehman brothers crisis he was okay. he was saying that there was a frenzy going around saying that mm-hmm. there are no jobs available jobs are going to fade away etc etc all of these things he, mm-hmm. he i remember he told me this there are three kinds of professionals that is mm. the top 1% the top 20% and the rest the top 1% mm-hmm. will be irreplaceable of course but everyone can't yeah. get to the top 1% but mm-hmm. try to be in the top 20% at least because then yeah. the companies will find it difficult not to hire you based because mm. this because of the skill sets that you have and what value you can bring to them and at any yeah. economic situation that you will still make it to a good role because there are enough number mm. of good opportunities because there are people out there there are businesses out there that would want to become rich at any point of mm. the econ- of their economic journey and they would invest yeah. in you as a talent so yeah that is what mm. i would say amazing amazing Okay, Ash. So the last question for the podcast, you know, as we've been told by our professors, this thing that as future leaders, you know, mm-hmm. so as future leaders in the business world, how do you envision the impact of your placements on your long-term career goals, and what role does ISBR Business School play in nurturing those aspirations? Like RB School, what what they are doing, what you feel, you know, what are the uh, pros and what are the plus you want to talk about? and also the long term vision in vision of the placements okay so in terms of the short term what i envision for myself as i told you is mm-hmm. the the role and the basically yeah. the type of industry that i want to get into to get mm-hmm. to that point i think ispr will play a significant role to get there because yeah. as a fresher it would basically mm-hmm. provide me access to opportunity to sit for multiple interviews which maybe i wouldn't mm-hmm. get the chance to sit for if i actually applied from outside right true so from true. a short term perspective yes it will lead me to certain opportunities which i would want to mm-hmm. get into but again swapnil from a long term perspective mm-hmm. let me i'm just correct me if i'm wrong there yeah. are studies which have come up which are showing showing us that the average yeah. age span of human beings are going to expand to nearly 90 95 years 
because of the reverse aging technologies that have come up etc etc so okay. from a long term okay. perspective i do not think that just a job would have a huge impact in shaping up a career of 90 to 95 years that is my understanding okay. of it it would just mm-hmm. be a small part because as they say mm-hmm. small drops fill the ocean so yeah. from a long term perspective i have the idea of multiple careers and multiple yeah, yeah. domains of interest that i want to venture into so from a long term okay. perspective my first job actually wouldn't be in the larger scheme of things mm. i won't consider it very very important but yes yeah. for the effort which all of us have been putting in from the last 2 years yeah mm-hmm. i think we should get a good job that would be it yeah yeah true but but with first first job it's a different experience you know uh like definitely, a, it definitely. will be always the first you'll always remember like okay this was the first company i got to face this was uh how we ended up in a company i mean the placements definitely agree agree yeah amazing okay ashutosh this was it this was a podcast i really wanted to have a podcast with you i still remember you know the first year when we were like kind of introducing each other and i had told you about you know i do podcast and you i i also ask you know you also started youtube and all so we discuss about yeah, these things yeah, and yeah. really wanted to have you in the podcast and finally for the 49th episode of isbr uh, business school podcast the perspective the podcast i have you and i'm very happy thank you so thank much thank you Ashtosh. so much swapnil for having me i mean it was a great conversation with you always love talking yeah. to you i mean we should discuss yeah. more about these things amazing amazing yes okay and thank you listeners for joining it's a goodbye from my side see you in the next podcast